everybody and welcome to Brunvagoon. You will not get there on a road bike. Or probably yes, who cares? The important thing to explore and to enjoy your bicycle. Things that they're not doing in this period because, okay, just probably you're gonna listen to something different, sound and echo or stuff. Just because I'm not home, I'm not in Zurich. I am here in Catanzaro, the, my birthplace where my mom lives and where I am spending all my Christmas holidays and so probably yeah this is the reason why you're gonna listen to something a bit tiny bit different also to some noise and also to some weird things around today is the last Tuesday of the month is the 24th 25th ah yeah Merry Christmas to everybody or happy Christmas or happy festivities you know what I mean um, yes it's the last Tuesday of the month and it was supposed to be tip-top Tuesday I have already the topic we have already the topic but the poor Simon is really really working too much poor boy and so we could not record the episode we're gonna record it for I don't know any other time it's fine but I didn't want to leave this uh, episode without doing it okay I can understand this festivity you usually spend your time with your family and with your friends eating a lot I'm already doing it but anyways I believe that still having something like kind of a consistency around is always good but not for the consistency itself just because it's cool to listen to some stuff while you're moving for your holidays you're taking your flight, you're moving with a car, you are going out for a huge bicycle ride. Yes, so, okay, why not? And I thought about doing something like a cool episode, hopefully a cool episode, anyways, a short episode, where to put here and there some things that can be, yes, can be interesting uh, to listen. You will listen more about it in a couple of minutes. First of all, I have to say thank you to 3T, the best bicycle probably the best bicycle I've ever ridden is my 3T Explorer and especially if you consider that on Sunday, yes last Sunday, I was riding the bicycle on the snow with my obviously WTP Zendero that were there but especially with this amazing machine that is riding fast also in this kind of surfaces, slippery surfaces. I was really confident in that. It was really good. So thanks a lot, 3T, to build this amazing bike and probably in the future I'm gonna also ride something else of the 3T. I really hope so, actually, it's in my plan. And then, yes, probably it's another cool thing to... No, maybe before to say my um, contacts, I want to say a small uh, anecdote. Um, I was on my bicycle, it was on Sunday, I was on my 3T Explorer, on my Sendero wheels, sorry, Sendero tires. I was going in, really, it was a single trail, really tiny and completely covered by snow. And I believe I was going, I was feeling it's really badass going on 20k per hour on this surface and I was feeling also super, I was like, look at how much badass I started being, wow, and now I can really ride a bicycle in that way. When at a certain point I listened to the, no by the way, the noise of tires on the fresh snow is amazing and I was listening exactly to that, only by my, to mine at that moment when at a certain point I listened to more people going on the bike and I thought, okay, probably is, uh, I don't know, somebody on one of those, um, three wheels bike or whatever that's why it's making so noisy it's, it's it's so noisy sorry it's so noisy it was not this at a certain point it's just like something like from nothing these three guys with hold still with some road bicycle i mean actually 25 millimeters tires crazy were really passing me as crazy in a fast 
really fast, fast, fast pace and they were passing me and going and also say grüezi that is the way to say hello in swiss german and i would say these motherfuckers and then i've seen them taking something like a really sharp curve on the left taking out and clipping their left pedal and really taking really fast I have something to learn over there. I'm gonna learn it in the wrong way, probably, but I'm gonna learn it. By the way, apart from this anecdote, my contacts. Hello at calamaro.cc. That's my email. And then calamaro.cc on Instagram. You know where to find and what to find over there. Read calamaro on Twitter. And then there is calamaro.cc on Facebook. And then there is also, yes, on Spreaker, Spotify, and iTunes, Broomvagon. Over there, you can really find something pretty 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 cool my podcast and don't forget to share it with everybody by the way um i was actually saying that with this kind of end of the year everybody's making classification there is um the charts for example of all the best gears and all the best adventure made from by bike rumors down below in the description you're gonna find the link and it's amazing and then somebody else in making charts of the best gears that you can get the best um i don't know best jersey that you can get the best shoes that you can get well by the way i just discovered that for me this christmas was not about the people are honking outside just because i was saying Calanzaro is full of cars um i was saying um, this christmas for me was special i usually not complete fan of gifts but this year even less and I decided that gifts are not by only but made by only presents let's say physical things the best thing to give to people is experience experience that can be a travel can be I don't know a lesson I don't know uh, for example my girlfriend I gave to my girlfriend um, swing dancing swing lessons that we are doing together and it's pretty cool and it's actually an experience so it could be a travel can be uh, dancing classes can be um, whatever you know also in a kind of way something like a book a new experience or stuff like this so i decided that i want to make three different categories maybe four different categories categories only of experiences of things that you can experience and that they are pretty 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 cool so i will take just i will mention something talking about that and then i will as well maybe so mention one thing and probably also mentioning still honking uh, probably also mentioning something like a runner-up or stuff like this on each category is completely freestyle so bear with me if you don't like it just you know my contacts right so i would love to start with the experience made by pictures by words by physical things in that case and talking about magazines yes this year i really discovered the magic of having in my hands magazines about uh, adventure magazines about, about cycling mostly but also other stuff also i decided that probably in the future i need to produce a magazine myself and it's not gonna be about bicycles so probably you're not gonna listen about that in this podcast so yes a chart something like a mention of magazines exploring adventures magazines the one that's really is close to my heart and the one that i prefer i need to be completely sincere because i like the cut i like the shape i like the printing really the package that is inside is far right far right is probably my favorite yes my favorite magazine cycling magazine in general because the pictures are so vivid and so cool the experiences written there inside are really really 
good also because there are not so many and they're really talking about places that you cannot reach easily does not for also having a look to them in a different point of view they have for example monography on cities and in the number nine was lisbon in number 10 uh, is uh, the moment that is out is uh, tokyo i know that in number 11 is going to be singapore so cities that usually you can go there as um yes as a traveler uh, as a visitor but with the bicycle really as they have a different taste and that's really good and the pictures are amazing and i really like the minimalistic shape that uh, far right magazine has completely white and uh, i really like it and also because i really appreciate sogon that is the editor-in-chief of the magazine so go to the website farridemag.com or anyways look for farid magazine uh in the google better so i'm not gonna give you fake news and over there you will really find how uh, to subscribe and also to support this amazing magazine it's really really cool runner-up for this amazing category is for sure sidetrack magazine is not completely focused on bicycle they are for sure bicycle adventure and stuff it's with focus on the outdoor in general but it is an amazing magazine a lot of adventure a lot of uh, amazing pictures a lot of vivid sceneries and uh yes uh how would you say that yeah a really tasty step in the adventure world Check it out as well. Let me check. I probably have somewhere here. Yes, the website, sidetracked.com. It's really, really great. And also, yeah, some friends of mine are writing for it. And only the website with the picture is really, really amazing. Last mention really is at Bike Packing Journal. And it's not actually my classification. I just want to mention because it was just the issue number one. But uh, I don't know. It's something that I'm not completely convinced on the stories themselves. Pictures are amazing, people that are writing are amazing, but probably the story are just too much in first person. And yeah, I don't know. I will be convinced by the second, for sure, for the second issue. And I really, really can't wait to have it in my hands. I have it already the first one. And yeah, let's see. Second category that I want to, to choose, and here is gonna be just one choice, really, is kind of, yes, the bicycle, how can you call it? Because it's not an hostel. Bicycle guest house, the best bicycle guest house that I have, that I visited uh, this year. Only one to mention. I visited many this year, for sure, uh, but yeah, I have to say that the best one is still MA13 in Cineo, Mallorca. Uh, have a look to their Instagram account and say hi to Jan Eric, but I have to say that really that one, I don't know, I've been there twice this year, one just by myself and the second time for after Toros de Gravel, and I've been there two times also uh, with Marcia, with my girlfriend, and all the time that we are going there, it feels like really, really, really home. Janerik is a perfect host, and coffee is amazing, and the bicycle that you can rent there are amazing. It's really, it's family for me, just because I come also from a not so big uh, town, and Sinai is really an amazing village and seeing people smiling all the time is amazing. So this is the thing that's really the best experience on an, an a bicycle guest house that I had this year is this one. And I would love to explore a bit more next year, but for now, the one and only, really. 
third category is about the experience themselves. So I participated to a lot of races, I participated to a lot of events about bicycles and stuff. And uh, yeah, I have a couple here to mention about organization and about experience itself, also scenery and everything. Number one, no doubt on that, is for sure the Toros de Gravel in Mallorca. Amazing experience, a lot of... At the end, the events are made by the people themselves. And really, at Toros de Gravel, I met new friends that are still on my heart and I'm talking with a lot of time. I'm not gonna mention you guys, you know who I'm talking about really you know it and so people were amazing also old friends were there and a lot of nice chat and a lot of support and for me it was the really the first most more or less the first big experience with gravel and discovery and uh, yeah the exploration was amazing the time there was amazing the pool was amazing people were amazing drinks were amazing food was amazing toros the gravel 2018 best event for me this year uh, runner-up uh, I'm not gonna mention the Holy Week, you know, Holy Week is something private that I'm doing with my friends. It's, it will be always the best thing, but yeah, friends are amazing there, so nothing to say. But the runner-up over there is for sure the Maratona delle Dolomiti, inside of the Holy Week. There is not about the people uh, itself, because okay, I was with my friends or whatever. It's not about um, the organization and stuff, it's really about the scenery, Dolomites, amazing weather was that day when you're really riding up the Pordoi and seeing all the people that are coming up, all the peloton that is coming up, wow, it's amazing, so nothing else to say than riding in the Dolomites is always the best. Third category is the best climbs, you all know that I love climbing, right? Well, I have to say that I have a bit of problems here to choose two or slash something else, uh, but okay, let's do that. So number one is for sure the Stelvio, but not on the side of Prato, the really, really scenery uh, one, really cool, uh, where you have something like 48 switchbacks to go up and the, the famous one that is in all picture. No, no, no. The one that I prefer is the one on the other side, it's from Borneo. Why would you say? Because it's almost everything without trees uh, after a few kilometers. So we are talking about a 25 kilometers long climb. So after the first, I don't know, five, six kilometers, you already find nothing around you. No more trees and nothing. The only thing that you can see is this kind of really dry land with a couple of hotels and one Casa Cantoniera, I don't know how to call it in English, and some fount fountains. And really over there, you can see how the landscape changes after a certain altitude. That side was really something opening my heart. And then we went back that day to Ombrail and then coming back from Prato. Probably also because from Prato it was raining, it was freezing and stuff like this, but uh, it was not in my heart just because it's almost all completely covered. Uh, so the uh, the scenario is called by, um, sorry, it's covered by trees and stuff. So no. So if you really, at a certain point of your life, you have to decide where to climb, from which side to climb uh, the Stelvio, listen to my suggestion and go from Bormio. It's really amazing. Runner-up here, 
pretty complicated, as I was saying, to decide, but it's also something related to my heart, and I say something like on where I moved this year, I moved from Berlin, I moved to Zurich and everything, and the first I pass that I've done there, also the highest one close to Zurich, is the Klausen Pass. It's really amazing. The Klausen Pass is on the southeast of the lake of Zurich and it's really great. It's another 20 kilometers uh, long climb and you're arriving around 2000 meters of altitude and also there are amazing switchbacks and all this everything, the environment there close to you, it's amazing, a lot of cows and everything open and really the grass around, it's really really great and then you arrive on the top and there is this amazing hotel up there uh, with a tiny, that day there was something like the sun was shining and everything was really cool and yeah I really suggest you to do it and if you have legs enough I suggest you to do the Klausen and then the Pragel straight away. In total you will finish around, depends on when you start, where you start, but I started from Zook. If you start from Zook and you want to finish on the, back on Zook with these two passes, I believe that is around a couple of hundred kilometers. And uh, also the Prager Pass is amazing, would be the amazing, the amazing look that you can do. It's really, really cool. Another couple of pages in uh, this kind of chart final uh, end of the year chart and it's about yes the best races that I've seen around from outside so that I didn't participate for sure I cannot not mention I cannot not mention I can avoid mentioning better uh, the Silk Road Monte Race. Silk Road Monte Race was probably the race the event of the year of ultra endurance unsupported racing that's great it's really amazing i had a couple of people of friends participating to it and also i had on my microphone also nelson tris that is the organizer well people it was amazing i've also seen watched the uh, the doc the documentary the video about it uh, some days ago and wow it looked like the best adventure I've ever seen. It was brand new in 2018. I believe I will never, never, never participate to something like this, but just having a look to it, having a look to the documentary, having a look to the picture, and also listening to the real voice of the people organizing it was amazing. And I believe it's really great. Runner-up on it, it's something that I also follow really, really close, and this the Tuscany Trail. Tuscany Trail is this, I think it's around 1,000 km, no, 500 kilometers in Tuscany, only trails, only unsu completely unsupported, and a friend of mine, Arne, participated to that, and he told me that it was impossible, really, only trail, only single track, really, really tough. Well, it's something that I have to choose because a friend of mine made it because it's all gravel, all trails, and that's something that we like. And also because it's in Tuscany. I've been living in Tuscany for five years and I was too young to appreciate bicycle there. But still, it's something really cool. So it's close to my heart. I cannot avoid it. The last one that I want to mention, and I do it as just a few categories, I can do three, let's say, uh, is the North Cape to Tarifa. Just because I've met Andy, who organized it uh, this year, is the organizer, he's gonna organize also another couple of one, and he's really a genuine guy, he participated as well to the Silk Road Mountain Race, and uh, he doesn't want to advertise 100% like it is, it's just 
into the scene and saying this is really an amazing adventure from the northern part of Italy, continental, sorry Italy, the northern part of Europe, continental Europe till the southern part. And because I've been living in uh, as well in Andalusia for some time and because I know the scenery over there and because I've seen the track is also another thing that is pretty cool. So keep it in your radar. It's really, really cool. Now really is the two last categories just because I had a new one. Podcasts, cycling podcasts with, let's say, also a mention on a podcast that I liked. So it's not about cycling. Starting from the podcast. For sure, I cannot avoid also here to mention Explore. Explore is a spin-off of the more famous, probably the most famous cycling podcast in the world is the Cycling Podcast, uh, sponsored by Rafa and whatever. And the Explore is a spin-off of it, something like a series of seven episodes. Uh, now I have just listened to the first five, we are still missing two of them, uh, about ultra-endurance race, exploring race. I appreciate because they are really doing something more or less the same thing that I'm doing and obviously with more money and also more contacts and whatever, but it's really cool. I'm not jealous. I'm just super happy that somebody is really unlocking the same parts. I prefer to be a bit more on a niche while they are really interviewing people from the transcontinent, James Hayden that's won two times in a row, the transcontinental race and other people that are really into the scene. I am pretty happy uh, of that and really I, if at the moment I'm thinking about doing an ultra endurance race it's just because I've been listening to it and I'm super happy for that. The second podcast that I listen really really often about bicycle is the cycling tip podcast because I like the characters uh, that are there uh, it's focused a bit more on the pro cycling it's focused a bit more on the tech thing there is this section that is actually um, uh, nerd alert the nerd alert that I really like so I'm not so nerd about gears and stuff but they are and it's really enjoyable to listen to that I like the three of them and I believe it's really fun and entertaining uh, to listen to it once a week and I really really love it I promise you that I have also something not related to cycling uh, about podcasts, to talking about podcasts, is Caliphate. Caliphate is, um, I think it's a podcast from the New York Times, it's talking about obviously um, the ISIS and uh, what happened actually in Syria and I'm not gonna go deep on it. It's really an amazing reportage about something really happened and I really like the way that they're doing podcast. It's something like a huge discovering reportage, um, detective, I don't know what to call it, but a really, really deep, deep dive into the ISIS from a really cool point of view. So listen to that and sometimes you understand why people study journalism and do a lot of cool things over there because it's really cool people that create these kind of things, these kind of podcasts. The last, uh, it's really tough. Because the last category that I want to mention is uh, the episode of Broom Wagoon that I like the most. But I really don't want to do that because, yeah, I don't know, because I liked all of them. Um, I can say that probably something was a bit boring, something else was a bit uh, entertaining, something else was cool, something else was not cool, especially uh, some interviews that I've done, a couple of those I didn't like, and some that I was speaking by myself all the time, and probably also I could have done something else better. I don't know, I don't know. 
I don't know if I feel good on saying that. I don't want to say bad things on anybody, but probably I can do it. I'm just gonna mention two. Two that I felt that went live till now, and two that I felt really uh, engaged on speaking with those people and actually had a lot of fun and... Yeah, laughing a lot uh, into it. And also I liked a lot the adventure that we were kicking off out there. Yes, I have to mention for sure, um, one of my favorite episodes and is the one with Paul Arrington because it was really the kickoff into this discovering, exploring side of the podcast that became being... Um, the the season of 2018-2019 and so happy for that thanks a lot Paul he's an amazing person he's a great friend of mine I really like the interview that we had and it's probably thanks to you that this year I'm really enjoying a lot uh, the gravel the gravel riding and it's really great it's really amazing another one that I really loved I have to say it was the interview to Lel Wilcox and uh, yeah it was really amazing uh, also because I really like the spontaneity, spontaneity, I don't know if you can say that, the spontaneity, uh, you got it, when we were talking about, yeah, because I want to participate, she was telling me, yeah, because I want to participate to this race in Israel, I want to participate, I want to come back to Switzerland, and then at a certain point I want to do that, and then I said, okay, why don't you just grab the bicycle and start from Zurich and finish the, to the south of Greece? Yes, you're right. And she started really planning this travel while she was on records with me. And uh, yeah, it was really, really an amazing, an amazing episode. And I really hope that we can meet and we can do part of this travel together by the time. And probably I will not have any... Um, uh, how can you say that? Because I don't want to be rude. But let's say any commitment i can have the free time from work on doing it because otherwise there is a lot of things that i'm planning already and the last one is for sure i cannot not mention it it was the interview to clayton i don't know if i can say his surname but you got it clayton for wtb it was an amazing interview is she at a certain point he was interviewing me and then there was the amazing joke that he put in the middle wow this was an amazing amazing episode I don't want to say that the other one were not good. I'm just saying these are the ones that are gonna stick on my mind because of different reasons. Just put it in that way. And if you want, why don't you send me messages and uh, oh, everybody over there, but I'm really calling the one that are the best followers of the one that are following the most, let's say, this podcast. Just send me a message and tell me which one were the episode that you appreciated the most. And I swear I'm gonna mention it in the first slash second episode of this year. So please do it. And for sure, I'm gonna mention it. Where? Typical. Usually a lot of people are sending me messages on Instagram. So instagram.com slash calamarocc or calamarocc on the Instagram. Uh, otherwise, hello at calamaro.cc is always my email. You can reach me there. And then there is read calamar on Twitter, calamarocc on Facebook. And still, it's gonna be broomwagon or broomwagon or as you want, just on Spreaker, Spotify and Apple Podcasts feel free to share it with all your friends. What else to say? Thanks to the 3T people, and I hope that this episode was not too long for you, only myself speaking, and I will talk to you next year. Bye-bye. <laughs>